I tell you what I'm going to give you, snakes. I'm going to give you to the count of ten to get your ugly, yellow, no-good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. One, two, ten. <laughs> Keep the change, you filthy animal. Hello, and welcome to The Trade Show. My name is Patrick Stewart. And I'm Thomas Stewart. And thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah, this is our first this, podcast. This is our first podcast, so if you're listening to this, you probably know us, or we've become incredibly famous, and, and you're, you're going, listening to the you're going back, and you're in the future, so I don't, I don't know how that is, but... I hope it's good. Um, so today, so l- let's let's just step back first and just explain the whole idea behind the pod. Okay, so the pod, the pod. That's how you know we're real podcasters because we call podcasts the pod, the pod. Um, so basically, in the trade show, we take anything and we trade it for another thing. Whether we're trading wheels for legs, or we're trading dinosaurs for domesticated pets, or we're trading two movie characters like we are this week, that's basically the the setup. We we trade two things, and then me and Thomas talk about the ramifications on the world, and then eventually, who wins the trade? So, Patrick, who are we doing? So, you already said we were doing movie characters. What two movie characters are we trading this so week? So, this week, we are trading Annie uh, Annie Warbucks, I guess is her name. Whoa, Annie Warbucks um, is from, the sequel. Yeah, yeah, Annie Warbucks is the su- sequel. But By like, the end, she's Annie Warbucks. The, the titular Annie from Annie the Musical. Yeah. And um, Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. So, specifically, we're doing, like... Home Alone, Kevin McAllister, and not Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. Yes, no, he has not evolved to his Lost in New York self yet. He hasn't been Lost in New York. And then Annie, we're not we're not taking into account all of the um, Little Orphan Annie canon, just the musical and the 1999 the, movie. Yeah. So, um, let's get this started. So, first of all, the, we couldn't have picked two more different characters. Yeah, I mean, I was talking to Patrick before the podcast, and I think Annie is literally, like, the paragon of, like, goodness and, like, what you want to be as an American. And then and Kevin's yeah, just the just opposite. a psychopath. He's just, he's a psychopath. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, just a couple um, strengths we thought of for each, for each of them to keep in mind. Annie... She she's lovable. She's the most lovable. I mean, she gets, she, she turns all of her warbucks into just a, just a little mush. pile of mush. That's literally how she gets to live with Mister Warbucks. Within weeks, Grace Farrell walks into Miss Hannigan's office and she's like, "Hey, look at me. I'm cute." And she doesn't even really say anything. Yeah. Grace is like her, and she's an eternal optimist. Um, the sun will come out tomorrow. Um, she's inspirational, which we'll go into later, and she's just brave. And then Kevin McAllister, his greatest strengths are lying. He's obviously a weapons expert, just manipulation. 
He doesn't care about being alone. I'd say improvisation. Oh yeah, improvisation, and he just can't feel fear. There's there's no time. Other there's one point where he shows fear, and then he just like like a psychopath just washes it off his face and and walks outside and starts screaming, "I'm not afraid anymore." What's great about Kevin is that like. Like, there are points in the movie where he'll literally, like, how he deals with fear is he just screams, just, ah, like the famous scene, except he's not afraid of the aftershave in that scene, but, like, yeah, he just screams, and then he's just like, okay, I'll deal with it. Okay, so let's let's go to one side. Okay, so which one, which do you want to start with first? Annie in, um, 1990, uh... Middle of America, wherever, wherever they are. Nineteen nineties. Yeah, yeah, that's when the movie came out, and or uh, Kevin McAllister in nineteen thirty three, New Let, York. Let's make Kevin a time traveler and go to nineteen thirty three, New York. Okay. So first of all, Patrick, how do you think he's gonna do? Like, so we start off the movie of Annie in the um, orphanage. Yeah, he's in the orphanage, and he's in an all girls orphanage. First Why? I, I'm not sure, but it's just another chip on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Kevin, everything in his life he kind of already takes as like, everything's against me. But I, I think this is going to weigh on him a lot more since he's like a seven-year-old boy yeah. just having to be in an all-girls <laughs> orphanage. So, and then he somehow, like, so he escapes, obviously, and I mean the biggest difference about about Annie and him is like all the other little orphan girls they help Annie escape. There's no way they're helping Kevin. No, there's no way Kevin can work as a team with anyone well so, enough to orchestrate the escape. Uh, these girls, they're so mean to me. I I hate them. They stole my cheese pizza. <laughs> Also, cheese pizza. I don't think pizza has really been popularized yet. Popularized. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we're like just getting into this phase in American like Italian food where like the Italians have just started coming over. Um, but so so by whatever hijinks we're 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 gonna use a little bit of our imagination, but by whatever hijinks. He gets Grace Farrell to choose him as the adopted orphan for Oliver Warbuck. Well, first of all, I I don't think that he's getting out of the orphanage, however long he has to wait in the orphanage a lot. Because, like, Miss Hannigan's relationship with Annie's kind of like... Like, she doesn't like her. Like, Miss Hannigan's all mean and stuff. But Annie's so lovable that she can't, like... Like throw her out on the street, even when she is a rascal. Yeah, and and the driving force be- behind everything Annie does is like, it's okay. One day I'll find my parents, or like I'm gonna go find my parents right now. And Kevin has just like, wished away his yeah, parents. Yeah, that's that's the biggest difference between them. Annie wishes constantly that her parents were there, and Kevin wakes up and thinks that his parents are gone, and just doesn't care. Like, and you could say, like, that's that's what he learns by the end of the movie, but, like, is it? Like, <laughs> his mom just kind of shows up. Like, he doesn't ask for his parents to come back. It's like, 
Oh, hey, mom. <laughs> I, I I thought you disappeared. I I was I was holding down the floor good. Like I feel like that arc kind of finishes at the end of uh, Lost in New York. <laughs> when his mom shows up in New York. Yeah, and, he's like, and can I just point out that we we almost had this moment in Lost in New York, except instead of Oliver Warbucks, it was Donald Trump. It's true. <laughs> who are the most similar people of all time, but I'm not going to go into that. But so I think, first of all, a factor we have to factor in, Kevin is wise above his years. He's, he's constantly saying jokes in the movie Home Alone that I don't think he's seven, right? I think he's yeah, he's seven or eight. I don't think a seven year old would know. So I think he he at least has a base knowledge of history. And now he's a time traveler in nineteen thirty three. Oh it's okay, so is he a time traveler or yeah. are we just plopping him there? I think we're plopping him out of his story into uh, into Annie's story. <laughs> oh my. Okay. 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 <laughs> so yeah, I mean, he he would be so annoyed that he was there, and I I mean, I wouldn't put it past him to try to start killing the other orphans, but let's just for for sake of him, let's say he doesn't, and he he gets somehow adopted by Oliver Warbucks. I think they get along really well i think they get along better than annie yeah and him do because I, I this at when annie and oliver warbucks first meet he's like what like i thought all orphans were guys now that's all gone he sees this little blonde-haired macaulay culkin he's and like hey that's exactly <laughs> that's what exactly I what i wanted and not only that but i get this like cold-blooded shark for an orphan yeah it's like he's meeting younger him yeah exactly oh my gosh yeah and i and oliver warbucks was an, an orphan, orphan. I, I i can only imagine kevin McAllister as an orphan grows up to be oliver warbucks like he's gonna fight his way through through anything. anything yeah it doesn't matter <laughs> and then um annie has like some big effects yeah. on this universe at least in the musical she has really big ramifications on the country's history if it's been a while since you've seen annie annie actually goes to the white house and has a meeting with fdr and his cabinet where she sings the sun will come out tomorrow and inspires fdr to come up with the new deal thomas can you give him a, a quick recap of what the new deal okay. is the new deal basically is like fdr's policy to like get america out of the great depression it was like an infrastructure thing so like projects were planned all over the united states to like um, make building projects make art projects and without it our war effort would yeah for world war ii which hasn't happened yet would definitely be a lot different yeah. i don't know if america would have yeah like, I, I, i'm out. skeptical at best that uh Maca or not macaulay culkin uh kevin McAllister would inspire fdr to do anything so in a couple of years i'm gonna say in a couple of years it should Kevin McAllister be transplanted into this universe that either the Nazis, the Nazis, the Nazis or the Japanese America, have taken sure. over America. Yeah, I mean, America goes broke during World War II. 
they they can't they can't field a team out there because FDR of the FDR doesn't deal. get reelected. Yeah, FDR doesn't get reelected and Hitler comes over and takes over he takes over America and guess who's blonde haired and blue eyed? Yeah. Kevin McAllister. McAllister. So I think definitely he joins the night. He he flips Kevin sides. McAllister might even grow up to be the fewer, the future fewer. I don't I don't know. Yeah, I mean there's there's huge ramifications. What I think this is probably a good place to, to uh, switch over to Annie's side. Yeah, just switch over to Annie's so, side. First of all, okay, picture this. You you've been an orphan in the nineteen twenties or for all whole, of your eleven your, years. Your eleven years. <laughs> You go to sleep one night and you wake up. You're no longer in a nasty yeah. cot. You're you're in a you're in a house with like a bunch of kids and adults and it's Christmas time and everybody's running around talking about a trip and then you realize I have a mom and a dad. dad and an <laughs> uncle and an aunt and a whole family. Like this is exactly what what Annie wanted. Like her whole, she probably just thinks that this whole 1930s nightmare is, was a is, nightmare. Yeah, it was yeah. just a nightmare. And I, I think this is exactly what Kevin's mom wanted as well. Yeah, of course. Like, and I mean, Annie is so agreeable and easy to get along. I, I don't, I, I can't see a situation where they actually forget her. No, I can't all. either. Because the reason they forget Kevin is because he's being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't want to sleep with uh, what's his face, yeah. the glasses kid, Fuller. But Annie will be like, yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I'll sleep with anyone. I've slept in a 1930s orphanage for my, my whole life. This life. is the best. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin's mad that he sleeps in pee. Annie slept in like pee every single and day lice. of her life. Yeah, and lice, and yeah, she's lucky. She's lucky she's even alive. But, okay, but for the sake of the game, Annie gets forgotten. If, if Annie gets forgotten... Okay, so first of all, I, I think Annie, right away, she's going to have to see, like... She doesn't know anybody because she just got here, you know? Yeah. I mean, well, she'll meet everybody at dinner. Yeah, she'll meet uh, everybody at dinner. No, I mean, like, anybody in Chicago. Because oh, I would yeah. say if Annie did know people in Chicago, she would probably just go and try and see if they were home. Which is oh yeah, yeah, I, something I feel like I've it, never understood why Kevin did not do. Well, the biggest the biggest difference in how these two kids would deal with this situation is Kevin wakes up, he looks around, and he's like, "Everybody's gone." Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I this is what I've been wishing for my whole life, Annie. Wow, this would really hit yeah, Annie hard. Annie would be like, <laughs> so Annie, oh, no. Annie just gets this new family, and then she goes to sleep and wakes up, and they're all gone. But I mean, the eternal optimist that Annie is, I think she just she wakes up, she looks around the house, and then she starts humming. Yeah, she'll probably be like, "It's okay, they're coming back." Yeah, she, she's like, "It's okay, they're coming back." These are this is my family, and you know I what? Love them. Annie, much more self-sufficient than Kevin is. I mean, for the most part. for the most part, I think once Marv and um, uh, <laughs> Joe Pesci start <laughs> start bumming around, yeah, that's where it gets interesting. But 
how do you think Annie would deal with that? Because the first time Kevin realizes they're there, I think, it's either the first time or the second time, he pretends to shoot. Yeah, he he, 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 he turns sets on off the fireworks. And well, first he turns on the TV. Yeah, which Annie definitely yeah. would not do. She doesn't know what a TV is. She has no is. idea what a TV is. And I doubt anybody's watching the TV the night before for her to learn what this stuff is. And, uh, I don't know, and, and this kind of leads us down a road where I think we have to analyze the wet bandits and really what what they are and how evil they really are. Harry and Marv. Because... Kevin outwardly, like, challenges them. As in, like, I'm smarter than you. You're not going to rob my yeah. house. I, I don't think Annie would do something like that. I don't think Annie would do something like that either. But at the same time, if Harry and Marv find out that there's this little girl living in this house all alone i think they're still gonna rob it i think I, they might you they, think they're I, I they might rob it but they don't i don't know i don't know harry and marv i think like they're goofy but that's just they just look goofy compared to the psychopath that is kevin McAllister. <laughs> like think about it like these guys like casing the joint they they have a line where they're talking about oh my gosh like is there more crime families in on this like we got to get money to get away from them remember when they're in the van yeah. yeah like so these guys are in some deep deep shit so okay so yeah so they 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 continue to rob the house how does annie deal with I think Annie, she's definitely not going to set up a million death traps like Kevin did. I think Annie hides. Yeah, Annie Annie would definitely hide like any normal kid. And then they come in and they rob this they rob. I don't they think leave. they'd find her, but yeah, I mean it's definitely not as entertaining of no. a movie. I, I don't think either one of these movies or maybe oh, whoa, whoa, maybe whoa. Annie may, I want to see Man in Kevin, the High Castle Kevin, Kevin the musical is a little bit better but uh, yeah I oh, but know. also the first time uh, going back to Kevin the first time he gets out I uh, I don't know if he ever comes back <laughs> like I just can't see yeah yeah Kevin what Thomas is talking about is in Annie Annie escapes in um bundles the laundry man's basket like in the first like 10 minutes of the movie and then she actually gets caught by a policeman and then has to go back and then grace farrell comes and picks her because just out of pure luck yeah if kevin gets out like he's never getting caught. Yeah, he's not. We already caught. know he's already dealt with cops. He, I feel like within like ten minutes he steals a gun, and he kills that cop that tries to catch him again. A gun or an like and anything. Yeah, yeah. and it doesn't matter. He's gonna find something because that's his skill set. And then okay, so so now we're kind of flip flopping back and forth, which is fine. But so so Kevin knows everything that he did in 1990. Yes. But he's in 1933. We've got a Biff Tannen like level. He problem I, I, with the time stream. I guarantee you, he cuts cuts Oliver Warbucks in on this. 
and they they monetize it some way. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how. Maybe, maybe sports betting is the way. I don't know how much uh, Kevin really knows about sports. Maybe sports betting, or maybe... Ke- I feel like Kevin's the kind of kid who loves learning about World War II. <laughs> oh, yeah, Because maybe. we all go through that. So do you think Kevin finds it in his heart to stop Hitler? I mean... Or to at I least don't, warn FDR? I, I think maybe Kevin will warn FDR about Hitler, but I don't think Kevin's gonna inspire him to like to like do anything make about the it. New Deal because like yeah, it's I mean, the yeah, optimism of kinda... Annie that inspires FDR. Yeah, that's true. Kevin's just gonna be like, "Hey, make a nuclear bomb." I think I think we've we've walked around each of each of these swaps pretty well now who who do you have winning which which side do you think is better off with the trade or neither honestly i think kevin is winning this trade because kevin gets what he wanted Uh, they both get what they wanted the whole time but ultimately kevin gets freedom yeah, and, and that that is definitely what he's looking for. Annie, um, I don't know if she's surviving the wet bandits. Yeah, yeah, that's the one thing about it. I mean, for that first night, Annie definitely Oh, yeah. Wins. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, on a smaller scale, Annie definitely wins. Because she gets a family. Oh, yeah, I mean, obviously, but, she gets a family. She gets a great family, other than... Like, I think it's fair to say that Kevin's parents are pretty good parents. Is like, for, uh, yeah, for the most part. I well, mean. it was complete accident that they left him there the first time. Yeah, I, I mean, on a broader scale, the world loses. The world does The lose. world loses from Kevin's side. I mean, yeah, there, there's, no, there's no arguing that. So, um... Yeah, so I think it's a it's a resounding win for for Annie. Yeah, for Annie. A- in the Annie end. wins. Um, okay, so thank you so much for listening to our first podcast. Thomas, do you have anything to say? Um, yeah, uh, we're we have a Twitter, and that is going to be at the Trade Show Pod on Twitter, and so tweet at us for any ideas of trades that you might have in the future. Also, you can email us at thetradeshowpodcast at gmail.com for, if you want to get a hold of us, have any trades you want us to talk about. And uh, thanks, guys. Thank you so much.